Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the West Coast Sports Junkies episode 39 is here to folks 39. Good to be back post Christmas episode. Uh, lots to get lots to go over. Uh, first of all, it's cold as F in town. Um, I'm not cold where I'm sitting right now. I'm just supporting my colors here, uh, just so everyone's aware. Uh, Champions League, they did a couple, a little bit of damage. We'll talk about that later. But we got to get into the Seahawks. We got to get into the to the Canucks. They haven't played for a while. Will they be playing anytime soon? Ty, I think, has some tickets. Um, one of my favorite Canucks in the background here, number three, Mr. Kevin Bieksa. So. We're going to start with uh, with a quick beer and nothing special tonight, just some Stella. But uh, Ty, what uh, what do you got going on tonight? Hey guys, good to be back. Welcome back to the show, Chris. We missed you last week. I am also drinking uh, Stella tonight. What do you got going on over there, Mike? Oh yeah, well I didn't get the memo there, boys, but uh, tonight, since it's our New Year's episode, I'm popping bottles with the Grolsch. It's a nice pilsner. That's yeah, the, the girl shit's good. Real good. Mm. Yeah. I know I had a couple there yesterday at your house, man. Those, those hit the spot, you know? They are. They're a good beer. Big beer. It's, uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's good and big. Go big or go home. Well, it uh, looks like um, the Seahawks are going to be staying home for the playoffs. <laughs> Nicely done there. <laughs> what happened ty give us the rundown of the game and uh give us the rundown i know you've been very opinionative opinionated in the group chat these last couple of days uh, uh mike was kind of like he was like ty shut the fuck up already but oh, yeah. um yeah what's going on what do, what do you got for us insider um well where do we even start here? You're definitely correct by saying the uh, Seahawks are staying home because they are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Crazy what a difference a year makes as, uh, you know, well, not even a year. Earlier this year, we were playing in the wildcard round against the Rams in the playoffs as NFC West champs uh, in the game which we lost. But uh, no, the game on Sunday was, uh, was the snowball. It was like, it was some crazy weather in Seattle. Uh, similar to what we've had here, but during the game, it was a, a blizzard. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. I think it was only the uh, the third home snow game in Seahawk history. And, you know, it was the same song and dance with the Seahawks. Uh, you know, they played okay. Uh, Rashad Penny looked really good. Russ looked uh, okay, but inconsistent. He uh, he hit DK on an early early long throw for a touchdown. But other than that, he just, uh, I don't know if it's still the injury or what, but, uh, you know, wasn't very good. The run game was good. Defense was okay, but we were playing against Nick Foles and the Chicago bears who were absolutely terrible. And we ended up losing on a two point conversion, blowing a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter again, uh, which is, you know, seems to be a, a recent theme with this team. And yeah, to sum it up, like I've been saying on this podcast and in the group chat, much to Mike's dismay, is uh, it's time for a change. We need to shake things up. Thank you, Pete, but uh, see you later, Pete. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? What did you think of the game and the, the direction the Seahawks are heading here? Well, it was a very disappointing finish for the Seahawks. And you know, Pete Carroll always 
you know, goes on and on about, you know, it's how, not how you start, it's how you finish. And we had a huge lead going into the fourth and blew that lead. And last week we discussed how uh, the Ravens or whoever it was playing the Ravens or whatnot, and they went for a two-point conversion to get the win and not just to tie it up and force it into overtime. And that's exactly what happened against us. They went for the two-point conversion and converted Put the now you give the ball the ball to Russell Wilson with a minute twenty. I'm mm-hmm. still confident we can march it down the field and get a, kick a field goal for the win. And yeah, I mean he he blew it. So I'm gonna say that Russell Wilson did not look very good to me. That's not the way he usually plays. I don't even think he got a first down on that drive. Maybe he did, but it didn't feel like it. We were pretty far back on our end. Yeah. And uh, but there are a couple of positives that came out of that game. Uh, Rashad Penny had a monstrous game. You know, running for well over 100 yards in the score um good to see him back on it um but yeah man and, and it's always tough conditions especially when you're playing in the snow you have to have your run game going well right you can't mm-hmm. uh can't rely on on the passing game so that was a positive i mean now we have, we're eliminated from the playoffs it was a it was a long shot for us to get into the playoffs after last week i think you said there's a two or four percent chance that we we're going to get into it so i didn't give him much of a chance i thought it'd be more exciting though i thought we would easily roll through chicago at home you know, and then now looking forward, whatever happens, you know, I know other people have been calling out, uh, I know Cam Chancellor tweeted that he thinks that a change needs to happen in Seattle. If it does, you know, I'm happy. If it doesn't, I'm happy. So, uh, you know, either way, it doesn't really ma- matter to me. Looking oh, forward. We, I am not. How, how is that? Way. No, no. How is that okay that he can tweet that out? Cam well, Chancellor? He's he's yeah. retired. He's a he's he's Seahawk alumni. He cares about the team. Right now, he's essentially a fan, and and he knows, like he knows Pete Carroll. He knows this. It's honestly the same defense, the same system, and he he sees the same things I do, and like a lot of other fans do. Like he, Pete just doesn't adapt. That's the whole hey, thing. Cam Chandler, Chancellor is always welcome back in my books. <laughs> yeah, we could still use him. Beast, I'm sure he man. can play. He did have a so, pretty serious injury there, but uh is he posturing himself for maybe a front office job? Hey, <laughs> I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you, you never know. Yeah. Crazier things have happened. I I would welcome it, man. At this point, well, I was gonna say I'd welcome Mike as a, a GM. I just I would want something, I want oh, yeah. something to change. Uh we we've talked about this like I don't know. It's I feel like I'm just talking about the same things, but it, it you know, every week the Seahawks play, it reiterates what I want to happen and what should happen. So we shouldn't spend too much time on this. Um, but you know, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on uh Jody Allen to really look at the team, look at the structure, uh management and everything. Um, and just, you know, do something. You know, I, I would I'd be fine with you running the team, Ty, but I'd just be scared for like Seattle's unemployment rate just skyrocketing once you get down there, man. <laughs> Cleaning house. Hey, like I've said <laughs> over and over and over, I appreciate Pete, Pete, and and even well, Pete and Russ together. Uh, they they put a stat out there today that they've had uh, since 2012. They're the most winning duo in the NFL, most regular season wins. Really? Yeah. More uh, than uh, more than Belichick. Wins. Well, yeah, because Brady left him. But yeah, more wins than than wow. Brady and Belichick together. Uh, wow. Two Super Bowl appearances. I think they had four or five NFC West division titles. One Super Bowl win, obviously. But who, who know, tweeted that? Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll? No, no, NFL like ESPN on NFL. Oh, okay, okay. 
uh, it was just a stat showing <laughs> like, pretty conceited of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just so you guys know. <laughs> we, uh, We're the most like, winningest is... duo. Yeah. Hey, in, and you know what? Like I said, we, we've been spoiled. It's, it's awesome. We've had a winning team that's made the playoffs essentially for, what is it, nine years. So Yeah, we have been spoiled. And it, it's not even just this year. I've said it before. The last four or five playoff appearances, it's been maybe win one game at home if we won the division and get smacked in the second round or last year we even we got smacked at home by the rams with their backup qb like we're just missing something uh i, I think it honestly is coaching and his ability to adjust during the games and game planning i think just teams are on to him um so that's why i want to see a change and john schneider he's been awesome too but i but we've talked about it over and over again the drafting down trading picks not drafting in the first round you know, let's see what happens when you get a younger coach in there with some different ideas and, and maybe a new GM. For sure. So this week coming up, we're playing at home again, and we got the Detroit Lions in town. Seahawks are a seven-point favorite. What do you got, Ty? What do you think? You think uh, you think we're going to cover that spread? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, I don't know. And who knows what this weather, right? I think it's supposed to snow more this weekend. It could be another weird, ugly game like that. I'll say one more thing about that, uh, that bears game. So when we were driving there in the fourth quarter, we had a seven point lead and we were in field goal range. It would have been a short field goal. It would have been about a 24 yarder. If we didn't gain another yard, Russell Wilson took a sack on third down, uh, which was inexcusable. He showed it through the ball away or even the play call though. Why put him in, in that position in that weather, just run the ball, right. Set up a field goal, whatever two possession game. He takes a sack and makes it a 40-yard field goal, which in the snow and the weather, right, is no easy task. So, obviously, Myers missed that field goal, and the rest is history. They went down, scored, and so there's there's a bunch of things. In that Myers game. has had a tough year. I he mean, has. he's getting he's paid to be a lot of field goals, my friend. An efficient kicker, and he has not been. I agree. Exactly. exactly. But the team in general, man. But uh, you know. It's the end of the year. I hope for some changes and uh, some new, someone new there, you know, someone new. Yeah, I hope we get and... a new kicker. Actually, now that you got me on this track, like he missed the 38 yard Dude, field goal, man. We, we, we would have won the game. We would have won the I game. Think he's, I think he's the highest paid, one of the highest paid kickers in the league. We made him that two years ago. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And you he was what, really like, good last year. He was I like really Dixon. Can he kick field goals? Probably, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, might take a, they might take ball, a look man. at that. Yeah, they should. Okay. Actually, we went to the game, and one of the notables I took from the game, I don't think I mentioned on here, was how many Dixon jerseys there are in the stadium. Dude, we have the best punter in, in the game. Yeah, that guy's got a following. And but he's, the uh, thing is, yeah. we have to see him a lot, right? We get to see him a lot during the games, <laughs> which is not a good sign for your offense, time. right? I was going to say, I was gonna yeah. say, you don't uh, want to oversee your punter in games. And the guy didn't even make the Pro Bowl, uh, the Pro Bowl which was uh, disappointing. Like, I don't understand. Really? Yeah, that just shows the the media coverage that Seattle gets because yeah, he should 100%. be a, the starting punter. Who the hell's better than him in the league? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. But uh, you know, I'm still gonna watch the games. Obviously, we're Seahawks fans through it all. Uh, I just I'm hoping for a change and uh, for some better things in 2022. <laughs> Let's talk some Canucks boys. Well, they haven't done really anything, but um, looks like they'll be back this week from what I hear. Hopefully uh, I am jonesing out for some Canucks hockey. Although the, you know, the, the TSN stuff, the junior stuff is pretty good. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, what have they done? Uh, Bruce Boudreaux's doing some cameos. <laughs> Did you see any of yeah, those? Yeah, man, those were awesome. Those yeah. were really good. It looked like he was in the middle of the woods in like a log cabin. I don't know yeah, I was, I was wondering where he was, you know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Is, has uh, he moved up here? I guess we don't know yet, right? No, but they've been practicing and stuff. Or they were in town. I think, what did they start practicing? Boxing day? Yeah, then the players wouldn't get off the ice because they're having so much fun. Can you believe yeah, that? They, yeah, and I saw uh, Pedersen showing Hoglander some uh, one-timer tips at the end of practice. They stayed out yeah. there extra long. It's good to see. Oh, I'm sure they're see. excited to be back out there, man. It's been a, a long break for them, unexpectedly uh, again. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they had that type of fun with, with Travis at the helm, but hey. Hey, I agree. They were, you know, practice is over. Sweet. <laughs> Let's yeah, get they were getting here. bag skated. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Just no, getting sure. bag skated. So, yeah, I know it's good to see. Um, good to see that they're having fun. 100%. Because, uh, you know, if they aren't having fun, then they're not going to be producing. And that's just the way it goes with these guys, right? So, number yes. one step is have fun, right, Mikey? Absolutely, man. So let's just backtrack a little bit and figure out where the hell we're at with these Canucks. We're at a, on a six-game win streak. Correct. Then Bonnie Henry shuts everything down. NHL basically shuts down, whatever. There's no more cross-border games, or I think. I don't even know what the hell's going on now. But Canucks play tomorrow night, and right now it's Tuesday night, December 28th, for y'all, if you don't know. And we play in Anaheim. So I know they made the flight. They got off the plane and everything. So they're in Anaheim. They, it looks like the game's going to happen. It's yeah. not postponed. So what do you think, Govic? Seven in a row or what? I, You know what? I think after this uh, long, long break, I think uh, they're going to get a little bit, a couple people back. They're not going to be quite as injured. I'm going to say that they pull it off. I, I'm going to say that they do the seventh game. I don't know how, how, how much after that they're going to win, but I, I do think that they – Pull this one off. This is Boudreaux's old team, right? So he's got some approved. Um, yeah. I'm going to say they fucking pull it off. And it's going to be one of those things. Seven game win streak. Who ha- who's a- Can you look it up, Ty? Who? Mm. What other coach started 7-0? and uh, I'd love to know. Was NHL. Yeah. I'll look it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Look it up, Ty. No, no, I'll look it up. But yeah. Um... I agree with you, Govic. I think, I think we're going to get our seventh win in a row. Yeah. That would be awesome. And that would set up uh, a really exciting uh, debut against our new rival in Seattle on uh, Saturday the, the night. Crackheads. Yeah. So we play the Ducks, the Kings, and then the Kraken. Oh, we play, think... the, we play the Kings. I didn't even look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Kings. The so Kings we're after back the to back? No. I think it's a day off there. I think I'm the third. So Tuesday, day Thursday. Off. Oh no, it's a back to it's a back to back. Yeah, Wednesday, Kings, Friday. Yeah, and then New Year's Day, and you're gonna be down there, right? Hopefully, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I'm gonna try and get down there. We'll see what happens. Everything you're gonna changes. do the piece. You're gonna do the PCR test and all that stuff. Uh, as of now, yeah, but everything's changing. You never know. It seems like daily, right? Yeah. Uh, there's something new happening, or who knows? If they would close the borders again for I don't know. We'll just see what happens. But yeah, planning on it. Hopefully um it'd be a lot of fun down there so and... you got to let us know and you got to let our, our faithful know mm-hmm. i heard that that arena is super expensive <laughs> like a bottle yeah, of water small that bucks that's what i, I heard, heard too. you got to give us the download when you go down there and let us know what it's like tell us how what does it cost to get a buzz 
I just want to. Yeah, don't that. get a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, no. Get yeah, a bottle no, of beer. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, hopefully well, yeah. beers. And then uh... the tenth game in a row would be at home against the Islanders on the fourth or the fifth of January. So, I think it's doable, guys. If we get through these next two, I think that uh, you got a pretty good shot to uh, to get ten in a row here. And that was one of Boudreaux's cameos, saying that you know six in a row is great, but ten in a row is even better, and that's what they're going for, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. So I think the advantage here is, is that, like I said, they were at practice. They were having so much fun. I think that they they have a new like appreciation for, for the game again, where all the other teams don't have that little bit of a boost. So that's why I think like, you know, they can, everybody's well rested. They can, they may pull this off. This may be, uh, this may be something we will be talking about for years. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, man. Can you imagine if we are like the St. Louis Blues of a few years ago? Yeah, I know. I'm. Get, I know. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but well, we, uh, totally we, are, we, but we finally have, we finally have some hope in terms of just like we were saying. How you know the year I'm talking about three years ago? I believe they were just absolutely terrible. They were close to last place. Yeah, just before Christmas, I think something like that, and then they went on a tear, and obviously the rest is history. They won the cup. Not saying that's going to happen, but it's nice that we have some hope back in the city. And, and like you said, the team's having fun. It look like they're uh, look like it's the the practices and the coach. You know, the the practicing is transitioning to to wins on the ice, which is awesome as Cockburn. So, yeah, they got it. They got that little bit of a jolt, right? They needed that. They needed the new uh, the new voice in the room, and they have that. And he's such a funny guy. I, I just. First of all, he makes me laugh. Second of all, I, I can listen to him talk all the time. They talk hockey all the time. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's hope we're talking about a, a long winning streak next episode here. Absolutely. All right. We got some big news coming out of the MLS today. That's why I just popped this Peroni, one of my favorite <laughs> beers from Italy. And from Italy, Lorenzo Insigne, who won the Euro Cup this year, who played in Naples, signed with Toronto FC. He's coming over to the MLS. We get to see this guy play our white caps. It's got to be good for the game, right? Yeah, I think so. Is it is it confirmed that he signed? I don't know. Uh, I, just, I just heard this like an hour ago. It's oh. uh it's what's being reported. He pretty much he's agreed in principle and they're working out the details according to a couple major sports networks in Europe, actually on Twitter. Yeah. So sounds like it's going to happen. It's pretty much a done deal, but I don't think it's officially official. You know what I mean? But that would be, and is, it sounds like huge news. I think it's that's great. A, that's a massive signing, not just for Toronto, for the MLS. Exactly. It's, that's what I meant. Great for the league. That's a crazy signing. I love it. <clears throat> I know, uh, like ten years ago, there when the MLS, uh, when Toronto FC wanted to make a move, they were trying to get Del Piero. It never happened. So this is just as good. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Because he's not. I mean, he's been around, but he's not. You know, at the in the twilight of his career or anything. He's still kind of. He, he's he's Very still there. Still, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I know over the years we talked about Super League, right? You know, it's not going to happen, but the, yeah. I say the MLS should do it. We got the money over here in North America, make it happen. This is one step closer to that. What we want to see, bring all those stars over here, pay them. Yeah, it's it's starting to happen a little more often. I mean, there's been a bunch of usually like 
Chris said, it's usually later in their careers, the twilight of their career to come over and they're still like really good playing in the MLS. But uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's still relatively young. I think he's what, 30, 29, 30? Something yeah, I'm not like sure his his exact. I know he's younger than when um, he's younger than when Beckham, Ibrahimovic, um, Henri when Henri came and played for New York Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. He's still younger than they were, and yeah. they were those are big names, man. Thierry Henri, fuck, come on, man. Totally. Um, yeah, if this happens, we we need to check out a Whitecap game as soon as uh, oh yeah they come to town. That'll be a big game. Yeah. But on that note, like what why don't the white caps why can't they make a big move like this ever? You know? You got anything? Uh, question. Well, it's yeah. coming. You think so? <laughs> oh, they want to compete. They're gonna have to do something like this to compete against these guys. If they're gonna have all this talent, what do you wanna white caps do the opposite, man? Like look at Alfonso Davies. We finally get a generational talent and mm-hmm. we uh we sell them. Sell his rights here, which which I get that it's good for Davies, man. Bovik, you know all about that. Who he's playing for right now? Right here, right here. Yeah, yeah unreal what he's done. Uh, but yeah, he, like, yeah, yeah he. No, I was gonna say he's he's unreal, but even by European standards, he's just he's he's unbelievable. So <clears throat> I cannot wait. You know what? First of all. And I got to say this, like World Cup is intriguing for me for many reasons. The Canada aspect is going to be even more intriguing this time. The, pretty solid team. David's good. Davies is good. We still need to qualify. It's looking well, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Like, I honestly think it's going to happen. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's one of those like, okay, Canada's just as good as Paraguay or you know, some of those lower tier teams, like it's pretty good surprise if they get in. Yeah. 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 Uh, And I think they have a big game coming up uh, January. In Hamilton. It's going to be in Hamilton. Oh man. There was talk originally, maybe BC place. I heard. Yes. Yes. Um, And of course we uh, lost it on that. Of course we did to Hamilton. For whatever reason. Because Hamilton is just a way nicer city than Vancouver is. (laughs) No, it's a, they they said it's more about the travel than about anything else. So that's why. Because they have to go to Mexico or something. And then they come back. It's easier to fly there. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that would have been nice to have it here so we could check that out. Well, Horgan fucked all that up. We could have had a nice, beautiful World Cup here. And said, let's go to Edmonton. Now we got to go to Edmonton. Right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. We'll Brutal. be going too. Road trip. Absolutely. We'll be going. You can show me the city. Uh, yeah, I'll show you a couple things. The mall. <laughs> I don't know what else to show you. I'll show you the refinery I used to work at. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds All right. Good. Uh, you know, some more news today. Some sad news today. Uh, we unexpectedly lost John Madden at 85 years of age. Unexpectedly, it said in the report. You know, I mean, what do you say? John Madden. You know, everybody knows him through the video game. If you were lucky, you were lucky enough to watch him on TV. Uh, I know I did as a younger guy. I thought he was great. I knew he, um, an interesting tidbit about him is he didn't like flying. He wouldn't fly. So he'd have to, <laughs> to each game. He'd take that. A, yeah, he'd either take a bus or bus. he'd drive. 
Yeah. So, so uh, he'd stick, you know, to the East coast because of travel, obviously, but interesting tidbit about him, but yeah, very sad to see him go. Um, obviously, like I said, the video game, he's got the curse too, right? The Madden curse. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, very sad. We don't know the details right now, but uh, you know, something, something to think about. Definitely. Uh, you know, he made it yeah, through man. Christmas anyways. Sad news for sure. And they actually just released, uh, which I haven't got a chance to see yet. I recorded it. It's called All Madden. It's a documentary about him. They released it on Christmas Day on Fox. Um, just about his life and and football and, and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, you hear the name John Madden. You think of uh, the NFL, or I think of the NFL. You think of, obviously, the video games too. I grew up on the Madden video games. A lot of us did. Um, and like you said on TV... Uh, I used to watch a lot of early Seahawks games when I was super young um, down at Birch Bay because it was the only thing on TV. We had two channels. So Sunday morning Seahawks game and John Madden actually did some of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just, you see him and you, you think football. He's great football mind. He actually won a Super Bowl with the Raiders years ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's a legendary broadcaster. He's probably the goat, I would say, of NFL broadcasting for sure. Yeah. I always thought it was, you know, every time I think of him, I think of the Steelers. But yeah, it was the it was the Raiders, right? Mm, yeah. But yeah, sad news. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Mike, did you uh, you have any John Madden memories? Um, well, just obviously playing the video games, and obviously the news obviously saddened me and my household. Is my son? He's he loves uh, you know Madden twenty one yeah, right. or whatever it is that we've been playing yeah. all this time. And I told him today that he passed away. He couldn't believe it. The, the, the greatest or the, when I think of John Madden I think of uh, just Monday Night Football and you know back in the day and watching Monday Night Football he was always the broadcaster on that and uh, yeah obviously sad to see him go thoughts and prayers are with him and his family and uh, yeah sad stuff yeah very sad yeah I can't believe it. you know who else uh, wouldn't fly mm. this is very Canadian um, Stomp and Tom Stomp and Tom, you know, hello out there. We're on the, the hockey games guy. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know I didn't, who that is. I didn't know that Stomp was and Tom, know you know, you guys don't know Stomp and Tom. I know the Tom. guy you're talking about, but I, I know the song. No, he I does that no song? Idea. Yeah, Stomp and Tom Connors or whatever. And he wouldn't fly. As soon as they banned smoking in the airplanes, he's like, I'm not flying anymore. I'm going to drive. <laughs> so he would drive all across Canada. Because he's a don't, smoker? Yeah, because he wanted to smoke and he didn't want to. You guys don't know who Stomp and Tom. Okay, I'm gonna I know give a song. you. It's just not an like a name. That what's he known for other than that? Like a, uh, a lot there? of other songs. Like what? For what year was he uh, big? Stomp and Tom Connors. He's been yeah. around since he's been relevant for a long time. <laughs> like okay, yeah, no. I'm... Yeah, he passed away in 2013, but um, he has uh, some great songs. Here, I'll go through a list. Uh, He's got the it's hockey okay. song. Oh, hold on. He's got the hockey song, right? He's we only got, got an hour show here, bud. He's got the uh, <laughs> Sudbury Saturday Night, 1969. Um, he's got the ketchup song. So you got a Stompin' Tom Connors playlist there? Uh, I do. Uh, he's got... Um, Mike, you must have listened to it when you guys were hunting. No, you should hear this guy's playlist, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta He's tell gone. you though, my favorite. Bu- the worst part is I got bullets. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, what one? 
He's got the uh, snowmobile song. He's got Canada Day. Um, now, okay, everybody knows his good old hockey game song. But the song that stands out for me, and when I heard it the first time, I was like, wow, was the Bridge Came Tumbling Down. That's a song from 1971, and it's about the uh, Second Arrows Bridge, the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge. You guys should have a listen to that song. You will appreciate Stompin' Tom after you hear that song. He made a song in memory we'll, of all the people we'll, that passed we'll, away. We'll, yeah, we'll, when we'll the bridge, have to check it out for sure. When the bridge came down. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's some fucking Canadian. Oh, I just spilled my beer. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's a, that's a podcast foul there. You owe a shot, my friend. Oops. Okay. I got we should beer. do a shot, man. When was the last time we did a shot on, on air? It's been and a while. It's New Year's. True. Well, we should be popping the, we should be championing the saber or, oh, fuck. Sabering the champagne. <laughs> the car. Okay. Okay, let's go get uh let's go get our bottles and we'll have a shot. Okay, what are we shooting? Uh Slivanichka. Hmm. Mm, we all have it. <laughs> I don't have it. You drank all yours? I never had it. I brought you a bottle, man. It's still when? on your shelf. We drank like it last few when weeks I was ago. there for UFC. It's probably gone. Oh yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Oh, you got wet brain there, or you can't remember? Well, I don't see it on my shelf. I'm looking at my shelf. Okay, we'll okay, go well, grab one here. Well, what are you shooting? Well, do we all have Glenfiddich? Or do we all want to do a blue label? No, we don't want to shoot. I don't have, we, don't, I don't you don't, we don't want to shoot that. I don't have you guys' kind of money, man. I don't oh, have blue labels sitting on my shelf. <clears throat> How about... I'm going to do, uh, uh, do a Kraken. Rum. Oof. Okay, I'll do a whiskey. And uh, You I'll bought do, me that bottle uh, of Kraken when I moved you here from Edmonton. And I'll show you how good I've been doing on it. I thought I got you the Mount Gay rum. Well, you got me this this bottle around the same time, I would think. Oh, did I? Okay. I've been doing pretty good. I'll show you both bottles. It's been pretty good. Come on. Okay, Ty, what okay, are you going to get? Grab them. We'll be back here. I'm going to go get a get a rye. I'm going to get a Glenfiddich. Okay. Okay. So we said everybody got their shots. I'm going to start all. Uh, I got my Glenfiddich. Uh, very nice single malt scotch whiskey what do you got ty i'm joining you there uh with the 18 Ooh, Glenfiddich. i got the 12 small batch reserve mm -hmm. michael what do you got going on there i'm going with the kraken he Black likes uh spiced rum baby he likes your the, rum huh yeah he likes rum bum fill my kraken <laughs> okay all right cheers boys <laughs> uh merry christmas and uh happy new year well, let's Cheers. say good riddance 2021. Salute. That'll put a little bit of hair on your chest, eh? Woo. You know, you're getting old when you enjoy uh, scotch whiskey um, as much as I just enjoyed that one. Anyways, all right, year in review since it's our final show of 2021. 2021 was a year, yeah, you know, maybe we'd like to forget. It was not the greatest year, but there are some memorable moments when it comes to sports. And um, we're just going to kind of go through those right now. So, Ty, what's your favorite, uh, what was your favorite football moment of 2021? Oh man, that's uh, that's a tough question. As a Seahawks fan, there uh, there have not been a lot of great moments this year. <laughs> not gonna lie, 
but you know what? I'm going to say my favorite moment happened uh, yesterday as I uh, got to the finals in one of our big fantasy football leagues that we do. Um, and that, uh, you know, fantasy football obviously is a big part of us watching sports now. Uh, Govic, you haven't quite got into the football aspect yet, but hopefully we'll get you in next year. Mike hates no, it. Nobody even invites me to the NHL ones anymore. But. <laughs> hey, 2022 is around the corner. But yeah, Trev. so for me, fantasy football, uh, you know, winning a big matchup. Um, there's a lot of great games and, and storylines, obviously. But uh, for me, that was it because, you know, the Seahawks haven't given me something to be too excited about yet. I'm hoping for some changes in 2022. Mike, what, did, what about you? What did you think? Well, congratulations to you, Tyler, and all your success in fantasy football. Uh, <laughs> making the playoffs is something I've yet to even, you know, been a part of. But I think the, the greatest moment in football in, in, in 2021 has to be Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl with a new team, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's been doing over there. And, you know, they're rolling again this year. So that's, I think, you know, football's, to me, the greatest moment uh, in, in the last year, in the year review. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I have to agree with you. You actually stole my thunder on that. It's Brady and Brady winning without Belichick. I think that that was the moment of uh, not just 2021, but the moment of the last few years when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I will say it was cool. That game was at uh, at home too for Tampa. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, yeah, he deserved the win. And uh, what, what do you say about Brady, really? What about um, moving away from football and on to the UFC? Mike, what was your favorite UFC moment of 2021? Oh, man, there's honestly been so many great historic moments, lots of changes of the guard um, when it comes to the UFC champions. But for me, the one that stands out the most is going to be Rose Namajunas when she, uh, ups, you know, she shook up the world, knocking out uh, uh, Wiley Zhang or whatever her name is, Wiley Young, Zhang, whatever. Uh, twice so she did it once and then she uh she beat it the second time so yeah. for me that's that was probably the greatest moment uh, in ufc this year but there's a lot to pick from yeah i um you know stipe i want to see him come back i want to see the stipe comeback that was kind of my most intriguing moment of the year with Stipe, it wasn't my favorite but it was kind of it, it got me um when he lost uh when he lost the champ the belt, I think it got me more involved in the UFC again because I want to see him come back. So such a huge fan of Stipe. But uh, that was kind of my moment. What about you, Ty? Uh, I think for me, uh, Charles Oliveira winning uh, the title was a huge moment. You could see how much it meant to him. And, you know, more recently, um, him defending his belt, which uh, I didn't give him much of a shot to do. Uh, against Poirier, um, I thought it was really cool when he won the belt. Gave me similar vibes to to Rose winning her her belt over Zhang there. So, yeah, I thought that was a great moment of the year for the UFC for me. Yeah, nice. it was a tough one to pick. I remember, <laughs> um, you know, this whole week when we were going to do this sort of segment on the show, I'm like, who, which one to pick? And I remember me and you talking when Rose won, and you're like, I'm crying. I'm like, I'm crying too over here, man. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had that experience with anyone else this year, so that, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. 
yeah like, you know you another know, no no you know another memorable moment i was at your house mike we were watching the fights and what's her name's face <laughs> you remember that <laughs> yeah uh what's yeah what is her name oh uh, joanna Janjacek. oh my god uh, that was a memorable moment. And you know what? Like we're drinking here. Like they, these guys and or the guys and girls in UFC, you got to do something about their damn names. What the hell? <laughs> what like the pronunciation? Them, uh, pronounce easier, them, man. Pronounce. Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's tough to do on the fly. Hundred percent. That's yeah. one thing we've learned this year uh, doing this podcast. Got to work on our pronunciation. Yeah. Names. We gotta we gotta do our research <laughs> prior um okay let's 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 swing over to hockey what um ooh, i think ooh, I, oh I, I know what, i know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say i'm just gonna go first i'm gonna <laughs> okay, go first okay, okay my favorite 2021 moment and this is canuck based was the flying around of a banner <laughs> in vancouver <laughs> that said hashtag fire benning that was mine that was my favorite moment. I, you know what? It was bad and it was awful and all that stuff. And it was, it was tasteless, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> kudos to those guys for making me laugh. Anyways, Ty, go ahead. Yeah. Well, you, I was going to say you stole my thunder, but you went in a little different <laughs> way. I like that. It's along the mm-hmm. same lines though. I'm happy. The Canucks clean house. That was my, my favorite yeah. Canuck NHL moment of the year. Uh, it was about time. Long time coming, and you know we've talked about it a lot. Look what happens after that change. So, we're hoping for good things in 2022. Mike, what's your favorite moment? From yeah, my favorite moment in in hockey is very easy. It's uh, actually attending the um, the Vancouver Canucks home opener this year with Utah, mm. and uh, you know after COVID and everything, man, it was rocking. It was it had playoff vibes. It was so much fun. We lost a game. I don't give a shit. It was awesome. That that was my favorite moment so far of 2021 in the last year in review since we haven't been able to go to games yeah. for two freaking yeah, yeah. years, right? So that was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, yeah, we look forward for 2022 for sure. Absolutely. All right. So, um, and I'm not going to comment on the next one. I'll let you guys do the talking. But uh, actually, no, I will. And I'll say my favorite moment. Golf moment. So, and I'll start. So my favorite golf moment was actually not the moment. It was the progression of seeing Tiger um, coming back and, and doing the father-son tournament there because he was not in good shape a few months ago, you know, with that accident and everything. So that was great to see. Um, but go ahead, Mike. What, do you, what was your favorite golf moment of the year? Yeah, well, that's a very uh, great moment. Now you talk, you speak about Chris, and we talked about last week with the ratings in that tournament, and you know everyone's happy to see Tiger back, and uh, you know his accident happened this past year and everything. But uh, for me, and the greatest moment in golf is it usually is the you know the Masters champion and uh, you know Hideki Matsuyama coming out, and I think he's a well-deserved champion. And he, um, you know, he wins it. And the moment when his his caddy put the uh, the, the flag back in the hole on 18th uh, on 18th green, and then he bowed. That was probably the most memorable moment for me in 2021 with respect to golf. Ty, what about you, man? Yeah, man. There was a lot of cool things this year. Um, 
in golf, obviously Chris kind of stole mine there, but that's an obvious great, great one there. Seeing Tiger back. And uh, I hope to see him as you're just talking about the masters at the 2022 masters. So do uh, I, man. I hope I'm buying you dinner. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, my favorite moment, man, was, uh, was Phil Mickelson. How about Phil Mickelson yes, getting yes, back that's a in good the winner's circle, that's um, a good one. winning the 2021 PGA Championship, uh, outdueling Brooks Kapka and uh, Louis Usazen, who's always in contention, it seems like, at majors down the stretch. And, you know, a lot of people wrote off Phil. He actually started playing a few Champions Tour events, uh, winning both of them. Uh, kind of, I think, gave him some confidence back and everything, which led to uh, him making that incredible run at the PGA Championship. And uh, it's great to see. And, and you know, him and Tiger obviously have had their battles over the years. So hopefully we can see them both at Augusta in, uh, in April. Yeah, just to add that, that one real quick, that's a great one, Ty. Um, I think Mickelson is now the oldest uh, major winner, if I'm not corrected, right? Yeah, I think you're and- right. You know, and I think he's even said like Tiger's never going to let him have a record. So you know, Tiger's <laughs> going to come back and win another major just to take that record away from Phil Mickelson, right? So, for sure, yeah, yeah. I think he tweeted that out actually. Uh, yeah. So he replied to someone putting out that stat you said about him being the oldest, and then he said something like, "Yeah, Tiger is definitely going to try and break that record like he does everything else I I do or whatever." So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, looking well, forward to twenty twenty two. So, so 2021 was the first year of the West Coast Fortune Junkies podcast. <clears throat> and I think we should do a shot to that and um, pick your poison, boys. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with Old Faithful here and I'm going to do the uh, St. Remy, a little bit of brandy, put a little bit more uh, hair on my chest. How about you guys? What do you guys do? Nice. I reloaded with the, the Glenfiddich here. Oh, you're not simple. you're not mixing and matching, eh? No, not tonight. And uh, Mikey P, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, go with uh, Mount Gay Rum. For some reason, our fellow sports junkie there, Govic, always gets me a bottle of these. I don't know why, but uh, they're delicious. So that's what I'm going with. Because well, you, you said you like liked your rum, Mike. Yeah, I do like my rum. All right, let's uh, let's do that, and then I'll tell you my mem- most memorable moment of the podcast. So, cheers! All right, cheers to twenty twenty two, boys! Woohoo! Mm. Delicious! Oh yeah! Whew. Okay. Well, my most favorite memorable moment of 2021 when it comes to the West Coast Sports Junkies podcast was when I pulled out the one-liner, the over the over the Warren Moon. <laughs> it was uh, I, I still watch that video from time to time just to get my spirits up when I'm feeling down. So that was a good one came out of left field man that was a that was a good one it yeah. sure caught you off guard it was it, was. it did yeah. we need yes. some we need yeah. some more of those from you uh next year Go yeah ahead. man come on. i'll think i'll think of one real hard and uh and i'll i'll, I'll throw it out here on the podcast when uh, <laughs> <clears throat> when you guys are least expecting it so 
Yeah, nice. Are we are we all doing favorite moments in the podcast? Yeah, what was yours, Mike? I think my just my favorite moment was uh, you know, we talked about it for a long time about doing it and we recorded some episodes. I remember we couldn't come up with a name. You guys remember that? And then when we finally said, Okay, we got a name, we got a logo, let's go. That was like basically my my favorite moment. We had a name, a logo, and uh and we went with it. Nice. Yeah, no, uh, I would say my favorite moment moments was actually, uh, you know, hearing some of the feedback from from the podcast from uh, obviously some of our friends, but more from, you know, people haven't necessarily talked to in a long time that reached out and appreciated, you know, what we're attempting here. And, uh, you know, we've kept her rolling. We're going to keep going. It's a work in progress, but uh, it's been a lot of fun with you guys. Great way uh, to talk sports and get some stuff off our chest when we have issues with our teams, you know? Boy, did we have a lot to get off our chest this year. <laughs> our two main like teams. 100%. I feel like we started this uh, in a year where our teams were the worst they've been in years. Well, Seahawks, we talked about earlier this episode, the worst they've been in, uh, in 10 years almost. So definitely have had a lot of things to talk about and, uh, you know, give our opinions and what we would want the teams to do in the direction, you know, directions they would want to go. And but some of our teams, some of our teams must have been listening to us because they did exactly what we said. You know what? That's, That's right. You're not wrong there. They could have got relayed down the wire, you know? Should exactly. hear these guys on the West Coast Sports Junkies. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman's probably like those West Coast Sports Junkies. They know what they're talking about. You know, <laughs> well, they haven't replied to my my resume yet. <laughs> well, that's because they hired Rutherford. So, sorry, man, you're yeah, out. He's got a, he's got a little bit more experience. The, yeah, just a in tad. The National Hockey League. <laughs> just a tad bit. All right, guys, that was uh, that was a great episode. That was a good, was a great year. I really enjoyed working with you guys on on this project, and um, hope we can we can continue on and. I think uh, where we're at today and where we're at day one, huge difference. Um, uh, you know, the injection of Dirty Dan from time to time was always uh, always a positive and uh, hope to work with you guys in 2022. I think uh, when, is, when are we scheduled to have our first episode of 2022? That'll be a big, big episode. Next week, man. It's been, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's been a weekly show. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, uh, Good call. You know, same place, same, same channel, same time, same, same bat time. Okay, guys. Well, great episode. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys in 2022. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next year. Yeah, happy new year, everyone, and stay safe.